Hey, so you guys playing tonight? Tonight? Again? Well, you didn't get to finish the game last night. Uh, I don't think we're up to it. Why not? We just aren't. I told you they were chicken. We're not. Vern just told you that story to scare you. She doesn't want anyone else joining the group. I thought you said you weren't afraid of ghosts. I said I believe it when I see it and I saw it. You didn't see anything. They told you a story and your mind filled in the rest. No, we saw old man Corkery. <laughs> sure you did. That's enough. We'll be there tonight. Great. See you there. Ready or not, gut buckets, here we come. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. And I'm Seamus. Whoa. <laughs> it's back. <laughs> Hello. Uh, this is Patreon exclusive episode number two. Yeah. Here we and this are. one's going to sound good. It's going to sound real good. I messed up on the first one. This one's going to sound better. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Patreon exclusive number two. We posted a poll. Um, technically, like this and Super Specs, I think we're tied. But because uh, our friend Seamus here, Seamus had expressed an earlier interest in uh, what we're calling OMC. <laughs> Old Man Corcoran. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> Um, and so it just seemed like, yeah, let's go with this one. Yeah. 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 Very excited. Not uh, to promote any bias. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you wanted to do it because you just, you hate it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to share my disdain with the world. <laughs> uh, before we get started here, just a special shout out to all the people who have supported us so far on Patreon. Uh, Clayton, Tim, Ted, Kev, Tara, Katie, Brooks, Vaughn, Jordan, uh, our friend Kevin, Brad, Allie, Brian, Shelby, Bob, Jason, Jennifer, Tony, Marlena, Sid, Chris, Vincenzo, Honest Abe, and our friend Bup. Um, really been, um, I, it truly warms our hearts. Yeah. Yeah, it's been awesome. You're all now officially the best. <laughs> You know, the listeners. It's, you know, when in school you would be, like, you'd ask your teacher, like, "Do you have any favorite students?" And the teacher would be like, "No, I like everybody." If they would be like, "Do you have any favorite listeners?" I would be like, "Yeah, Bup, Honest A, Vincenzo, Chris." Yeah, but we're talking uh, tale of old man Corcoran. Ta- talking out. <laughs> talking old man Corcoran. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Seamus, you last joined us on the tale of the doll maker. I did. An epic. Um, you shared last time around that the first time you've ever watched Are You Afraid of the Dark is this last year. Correct. Yeah. So I, I never saw it prior to about six, eight months ago, maybe. Okay. So I might have even witnessed it. I actually, the first, this is probably embarrassing and, and heresy to all who are listening but the first one i actually saw was the re-remake the one that came out most recently wow huh so i had no i was like oh that was okay having zero context to anything of course you didn't really need it but uh, yeah 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 you didn't you didn't know that like yeah if you watch the new ones know about gary didn't know about (laughs) tucker no whole history yeah there's a lot to learn really the new ones don't quite do it justice the whole sardo thing Whoa. Right over, right oh, over yeah, my head. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> right over. 
but now I'm aware. It's been a, it's been a fun ride. You got to learn about Locker Twenty Two. You got to <laughs> you got to live it. You got to you got to feed the hounds. <laughs> you smell the linoleum. <laughs> Um, well, uh, I, w- I was shocked, beyond shocked, that uh, this episode aired in October of 1993, and we've never talked about October mm. of 1993. Wow. Just with all the Podtober episodes yeah. we've done, it just it floored me. So, yeah, The Tale of Orm- Old Man Corcoran aired October 2nd, 1993. Of mm. course, that's a Saturday night. Come on. Sure. Uh, it's season two, episode, episode 13. They saved it for last. Yeah, I like that. Um, have you ever inspected uh, the last episodes of each season, whether they left left the last one always to be a banger? I didn't, no. I know off the top of my head that Pinball Wizard is mm, what ends yeah. season one. Although, I think already a flaw in my theory is that one season has ended with Train Magic, mm. uh, which would... Do you like Train Magic? Oh, I loved it. Oh, really? I, oh. I didn't expect myself to, because I was... The title kind of threw me, but as it got into it, it was one of those episodes where it finishes up, credits rolling, and like, that was good. I, I quite enjoyed that. Okay. Okay. It's been a long time. I mean, I don't think I've watched it since we started doing the podcast. Yeah. Um, so, man, I'm, I might be being harder on it than mm. it I, deserves. I only watched it because when we um, interviewed DJ McHale, Name Drop... The creator, the co-creator of Are You Afraid of the Dark, uh, he mentioned it as his favorite episode of the series. So then after that, I went back and watched it to be like, okay, let's let's see here, hmm. and uh, you know, eh, it's, it's okay, it's okay, it's no Stone Maiden. <laughs> what what is it? What is Seamus? Um, well, well, we have Train Magic, we have Dangerous Soup ending a season, mm. and we have we have the Tail Badge. So it's not they were trying. I think it sounds to me with badge. I mean, it sounds like in general they were trying. Like badge, not my favorite, yeah. but it seems like it could, from their point of view at the time, it could have been like maybe this will be a hit. You know? <laughs> yeah, that, that episode was a it was a fever dream. That was, <laughs> but I guess that's not why we're here. The Nickelodeon execs walk in. They're like, "You're gonna end with badge," and they're like, "Are you sure about that?" It's like, "Oh yeah, leave them wanting more." <laughs> Um, okay, well, yeah, so we have not discussed October of 1993. Yeah. Seamus, are you ready to hear a little bit about that month in history? I've never been so ready, Joe. The Cleveland Indians play their final Major League Baseball game at the Cleveland Stadium. They lose to the Chicago White Sox 4 to nothing. Mm. <laughs> Fun fact, I went to the Bad. last day game mm. at Municipal Stadium. Ooh, yeah. were you sitting behind uh. a pole? Uh, well, that was a thing that could occur. I don't know. I remember being able to see the game. I was in the second deck for sure. Uh, and I think maybe Charles Nagy was pitching, but I don't have a lot of like clear memory. Um, yeah. After nine seasons and three championships with the Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan announces his retirement from the NBA. This will be his first of three retirements. Hmm. Um, we have, uh, American writer Toni Morrison winning the Nobel Peace Prize, as well as Nelson Mandela that year, that month. Uh, the Mighty Ducks win their first NHL game. Good. <laughs> the World Series is won that year by the Toronto Blue Jays, beating the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, we have the release of, I think, a very important single 
uh, even though it wasn't number one that month, we get The Sign by Ace of Base. Whoa. Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm giving this its own fact. Yeah, that, it needs it. It deserves it. Also kind of an important, I think, year uh, baseball-wise for the year that the Ken Griffey Jr. game is like yeah. taking place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hence why Allen picked the Blue yeah, Jays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Has anybody flirted with playing with the Phillies? Hmm. Someone must have. Not that I remember, but hmm. okay. Uh, American actor River Phoenix dies that month of mm. a drug overdose at the age of 23. Starred in, uh, of course, Stand by Me, one of the one of the great films of all time. Um, okay, TV that month. Uh, we get shows such as Late Edition with Wolf Blitzer on CNN. We get the John Stewart show on MTV. Uh, we get a show called Diagnosis Murder. <laughs> and we get the Paula, Pound, Paula Poundstone show. Mm. Like any of those? No, I not Was that its first really. of 15 seasons? <laughs> <laughs> uh, ending that month, the Chevy Chase show, Major League Baseball on CBS, mm. and Angel Falls. Mm. Don't, yeah, I, don't I don't think I've No connection to any of this Yeah, yeah. Uh, well it gets better Okay, So music, number one single All month, Dream Lover by Mariah Carey Good, we're on our way up no, Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's hard to beat Ace of Base, okay yeah. uh, But we get a lot of good albums this month You ready? Here's some of the artists that release albums In October of 93, Teenage Fan Club We got Weird Al with Alapalooza We got Boys to Men with their Christmas album uh, we got James with Laid, Def Leppard, Mazzy Star, Tony Bennett, The Lemonheads, Faith Hill, Salt and Peppa, Iron Maiden, Rush, The Cure, Pearl Jam, Easy E, Sarah McLaughlin, uh, Jackson Brown, Crash Test Dummies, Ten Thousand Maniacs, Shaquille O'Neal releases Shaq Diesel, uh, <laughs> Bob Dylan, Grateful Dead, Harry Connick Jr., Trisha Yearwood. I mean, what mm. a month. A lot of names. That's a, that is a cornucopia if I've ever heard one. <laughs> you seem like you'd like the Shaq Diesel album. Oh my goodness. I mean, you just recently sent me uh, the Joe Pesci album. <laughs> this seems like a kind of a... <laughs> Pretty close. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I would say if there's a wheelhouse to be in, that's the one I'd like to. <laughs> uh, movies that month. We got three number one movies. Oh, excuse me. Four number one movies. Uh, for one week, Malice. Don't even nope, know what that is. Me either. For two weeks, Demolition Man. Hmm. Okay, sure. For one week, the Beverly Hillbillies movie. Uh, okay. And for, and for I like it. What? It was a movie? What? <laughs> sounds like sounds like I'm the odd man out here. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Uh, and we also have uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas for one week. Mm. Um, other movies released: Cool Runnings, mm. Shortcuts. Uh, Gettysburg, Mr. Nanny with Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. yeah. and Rudy. Mm-hmm. If you could only pick one of those movies, Demolition Man, Beverly Hillbillies, Nightmare Before Christmas, Cool Runnings, Shortcuts, Gettysburg, Mr. Nanny, or Rudy, which movie are you watching for the rest of your life? For the rest of my life. Yeah, that's what wow. we used to play. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped doing it. <laughs> um, I guess Demolition Man. Hmm. Okay. What movie are you watching? No question. Cool Runnings. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> Our friend Candace has a very cool tie-dye Cool Runnings shirt. Oh, very, nice. very cool. Um, I think I'm going to go... Uh, I guess I'll go The Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm. 
Yeah. Solid. Yeah. yeah. It's a good <laughs> if, if, if there wasn't so many songs in it, I might have. <laughs> yeah. Picked it. Yeah. It's not. It's not a perfect month at the movies. Let's be. Let's be real. But it's. It's okay. Sure. There's been worse. Oh yeah. Trust me, there is. <laughs> Probably get some stinkers coming through here. <laughs> uh, video games. We have Arrow the Acrobat. Oh yeah. Arcus Odyssey. Castlevania Rondo of Blood. Championship Pool. Cliffhanger. Daffy Duck, the Marvin Missions, uh, Madden NFL 94, Mega, Ma- Mega Man 6, mm. and most uh, relevant to this podcast, Ren and Stimpy Vidiots. Mm. Uh, not great game, but oh. <laughs> I've played it. <laughs> Any other of those good? Uh, yeah, Mega Man 6. Yeah. Great game. Considered to be one of the best still of the Mega really? Man franchise. A lot of people mm. talk about it. Okay. It holds a heavy... Pl- I think a lot of that's nostalgia, though. What is considered the best Mega Man? Oof. X is pretty good, from what I hear. I think 2 is pretty uh, a pretty common answer, hmm. but my favorite is 4. Hmm. For those... <laughs> 2, 4, 6, Here 10. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, that's a little bit about the month of October of 90, 1993. You know what? I have something oh, that sure. I thought I would just share with the Patreon listeners, mm. um, since I've gotten a few requests for it, the where I got the popcorn recipe for oh. uh, New Year's Eve. Wow. This is... Those not, not on Patreon are going to be upset <laughs> that they're missing this. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Well, it's from a website. I made some changes to it, which I'll tell you about it, but it's from a website called cookingwithcarly.com. C-A-R-L-E-E. And for this this particular recipe, it's at cookingwithcarly.com slash peanut dash butter dash popcorn. Oh, okay. Um, but the differences I made were... Um, oh, you changed it up. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I replaced the corn syrup with a simple syrup. I went pretty heavy on the salt and the peanut butter, like heavier than it called for. Yeah. Also, I used only two bags of popcorn and it calls for a little bit more than that so mm. i was kind of heavy on the stuff Oh, nice um and i only cooked it for 30 minutes um stirring it 15 minutes but it calls for 45 but ah. i felt like 30 was plenty yeah so that's it okay good luck to you want to make it <laughs> good luck to those of you out there i think Allie had a strong interest mm. uh yeah let us know how it goes let us know if you enjoy it yeah yeah, yeah. I, I like to hear yeah yeah um oh very cool very cool all right well let's move on to the omc uh before we talk about it we like to uh write our own midnight society intro i wanted us to play hide and seek to get in the mood for my story how's a game gonna get us in the mood for a scary tale because hide and seek is not like any other game you start off in a group but when you're out there in the dark you're all alone you gotta hide and be real quiet because you never know when somebody might jump out and catch you. My story is about a game of hide and seek, but with a twist. When you play the game in my story, you never know when you'll get caught and you never know who or what might catch you. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. I call this story. The 
tale of old man Corcoran. What did you make of uh, Kiki here? I liked this. Yeah. I liked this uh, whole uh, Midnight Society segment mm-hmm. on this episode. Yeah, um, pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah like but a, also like a fundamental thing, just introducing hide and seek. Mm-hmm. It's just a fundamental kid game that I feel like they just hadn't touched upon before. I'm like, I can immediately uh, kind of like connect to it. Yes. Yeah, there are some episodes where they're trying to do some gimmick that feels like not close enough. Yeah. Not yeah. closely enough related to what the episode's about. This yeah. feels like they actually knew mm-hmm. what episode they were introducing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. It was it was nice. I when it, when it was starting, I was initially thrown by something that I'd never encountered before. Did either of you catch when they were um, touching the main chair? And this could have just been me growing <clears throat> up in some bizarre, mm. strange area where this never occurred. But when they were saying "home free versus safe" when they were oh, touching the chair, yeah, yeah, what, what was up with that? <laughs> uh, my interpretation was like when they were writing it, they're like. Let's just cover both bases mm. here. Who knows what these kids are saying? Let's mm. try to connect with them, you know, either way. That makes um, sense. Which two did they use? Home free and what? Safe. Safe. See, well, I guess safe. Yeah, I think safe is... Yeah. Safe made sense. I mean, is that what you used was, to say, or are you familiar with any of this? Or? Safe seemed to resonate more with me. Mm. It's just the, the use of both of them. Ah. It's like, do they do they imply different things? What's going on here? There's yeah, a yeah. There, there's a lot of hide and seek terminology. Period in this episode. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, but safe feels like one syllable. It's quick. It's just, it just feels easier to yeah. say. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, do you want, we want to go around and share our interests? Mm, sure. Sure. Most of the time, games are just dumb fun, but not all games are as fun as they seem. In fact. The kids in my story are about to find out that no matter how hard you try, some games just aren't fun at all. Like Monopoly. Submitted for the approval of, <laughs> be a, of the Big Orange Couch. Wow, a whole intro just to slam Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> Premeditated, I like it. Wow. Do you really not like Monopoly? Um, yeah, I don't really like it. Yeah, I don't either. I always think I'm going to. I think I like the look of it yeah. and the pieces and stuff, but yeah. the game is not ever fun. I'm always yeah. just mad when it's over. Yeah. <laughs> what about Junior Monopoly? Have you have you ever given that a whirl? I have. I don't remember it like at, almost at all now. I know when I was a kid I had it. We played it. Um that's, Have you played it recently? That's the Monopoly based on the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Where the, if you lose the game, you... You, you, you end up pregnant. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have played the electronic version, and it is so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Like, the, yeah. cal- the calculator oh. and the cards. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, give, me, give me the cash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Seamus, you got a little intro for us? I do. I'm, I'm actually prepared this time. Love it. <laughs> Moving is never easy. Especially if you end up in some loser neighborhood. (laughs) But what's a kid to do in the welcome wagon, clad in more denim than a Calgary tractor pool, brings you to the front gate of the the most dangerous game? (laughs) Submitted for the approval of the Big Orange Couch. Wow. That was good. good. That was really good. Very good. Yeah. Nice. Very funny. Loved it. Well... I decided to put some technology to use here. I don't know if you guys have heard about this newfangled website called ChatGPT, where yeah, if you enter yeah. a prompt, it'll write for you. Mm-hmm. So I did that. I entered the prompt, write a Midnight Society intro for Old Man Corcoran. Oh, wow. And with a few more cues of, like, make it shorter, yeah. 
changed the storyteller to Kiki because uh, <laughs> it actually made it Betty Ann for some reason. Um, so, but this is what it came up with. Okay, this is a computer. Uh, there's some uh, there's some like uh, description of the scenery. Mm. As the members of the Midnight Society gather around the campfire, Kiki takes center stage and began begins her spying tingling tale. Have any of you ever played hide and seek? Kiki asks, her voice hushed and serious. Nods and murmurs of agreement ripple through the group. We all know that hide and seek can be fun and a harmless game played by children all over the world. But what if I told you that sometimes when the game is played at night, in the wrong place, with the wrong people, it can become something far more sinister. She leans closer to the group, her eyes glinting and flickering in the firelight. You see, when the darkness descends, the places you thought were safe become twisted and menacing. The seeker can be anyone or anything lurking beyond your line of sight. Kiki pauses, letting the weight of her words settle in over the group. So beware when you hear the call of, ready or not, here I come. You never know what kind of horror might be waiting for you. Submitted for the appro- the approval of the BOC. Um, yeah, a little wordy. A little wordy, but... Chat GPT. <laughs> but uh, pretty, pretty accurate. Pretty astonishing, honestly. <laughs> like it had the cues of like, it knew before I said anything. Like I had Betty Ann. Like it had the names. Yeah, yeah. yeah the fact um, that it knew about hide and seek and integrated that so well. Yeah. Now, I did have to refine a little bit. It kept talking about an old man in a cabin. I'm like, it's giving too much away. Stop talking about the old man in the cabin. Feather the break. <laughs> but, uh, all right, very good. Should we get into OMC? Let's do yeah. it. Oh, yeah. By the campfire, the members of the Midnight Society race to tag the storyteller chair. David is the last to arrive, and he's declared it for the fourth time in a row. <laughs> David just when can't catch a break. <laughs> When Kristen asks why they're playing a dumb kids game, Kiki assures her it isn't just a dumb kids game. She explains that she wanted them to play hide and seek to get in the mood for her story. As if this that needed to be said. Every, uh, everybody in this episode from the Midnight Society to the actual episode are so concerned with whether hide and seek is a kids game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on. Can we still play hide and seek? They're yeah. like really Well, we were teenagers, we loved it. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I'd yeah. play it right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. What the hell? Um, <laughs> okay, that's the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when you play the game in Kiki's story, you never know when you'll get caught or who or what might catch you. Sure. Boy, it's true. It's like chat GPT wrote yeah, it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Kiki explains that Jack and Kenny Harris just moved into the neighborhood Ooh. and hadn't made, friends, <laughs> made many friends yet. Oh, classic. Perfect setup. <laughs> yes. It's like copy and pasted out of uh, every episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as Jack fills his water gun, a pack of wild kids comes roaring down the street on their five speeds. Can, can we talk, too, about the discrepancy of the size of those water guns? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not fair. Preposterous. <laughs> like, like, Kenny had the full backpack and the whole nine, and Jack had just, like, the, one of those little one-tank yeah. water pistols. Yeah. <laughs> not fair. It might be why he, he was being so strategic and trying to sneak up, because, you know, something like that, you gotta, you gotta mm. have the advantage. Wow. That's actually possibly <laughs> right, and a little more 
thoughtful than I would have <laughs> guessed, you know. Um, when Jack is least suspecting, Kenny drenches him. But as they break into a water gun war, they run into one of the local kids who invites them to play hide and seek with him and his friends. Boy, this jean jacket rules. Yep. I wore a jean button down today in honor. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Jeez. This, this, this is ceremonial guard, like then. It. Listen, I respect my man Marshall. I respect his style. That's really the, going above and beyond. The oversized jacket and mm. those, those, those <laughs> jeans on top of it. it you know, go ahead. Uh, I will say uh, about this scene of them riding up, while I like it, while it's very, uh, you know, I don't know, it looks cool. Um, it doesn't really like jive with the rest of the story. No, like, it should have been cut out, sort of. I think, or even if it wasn't, it's weird that the, it's weird that most of the kids just stay on the street and let Marshall do all mm. the, chit chatting. Mm. If it just feels like, why is there this gap? Uh, that I kind of like. I feel like it's like. They're just trying to make these kids seem mysterious. Like, just give you a little sense of that without sure. actually doing anything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think the thing that caught me, too, was, like, when they were initially, when Marshall and the gang showed up, they were coming in hot. Oh, yeah. Like, they were coming over that hill. Yeah. Like, they were. They had some serious business <laughs> oh, to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They do. They have <laughs> very serious they're... business to do. Nothing's more serious than this. <laughs> you guys made any friends yet? Well... If you want. You see those guys over there? Yeah. We get together every once in a while for a game of hide-and-seek. We're playing tonight if you guys want to come. Uh, I don't think so. Why not? Well, it's just a stupid kid game. That's okay. You guys would probably be too afraid to play where we do anyway. Where do you play? End of Anchor Street, behind the big gates. Why do you say you'd be too afraid to play there? <laughs> Let's just say it gets pretty dark in there at night. Yeah, well, we're not chicken, are we, Kenny? No. Meet us there at sunset. Unless you're afraid. That night, Jack and Kenny show up at the gates. Only just, which they, uh, which this kid mentioned, I should yeah, say. Yeah, gates. Uh, big yeah, gate. yeah. The, the, the shot to reveal the cemetery yeah. through the gate is sick. It's, yeah, like, really good. Yeah. it's like a pullback. You come out of the <laughs> gate, shows you the cemetery. Very... I mean, Ron Oliver was... Yeah, totally effective. Yeah. And in fact, I even like, uh, when I was kind of like looking at stuff going over this episode, I went back and I was thinking like, how did I know it was... Like, I was surprised that they never revealed to the kids specifically like, this is, oh, this is a cemetery. I'm like, I, how yeah. did I know it was a cemetery? When I went back to that shot, <laughs> it's like, oh, like, that's <laughs> very obvious. Sure, yeah, yeah. As they wander the graveyard, the kid from earlier jumps out and scares them, and the rest of his friends step out from behind the headstones. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. This is an episode, I think, once you know the twist, actually gets better on rewatch. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. There's, like, yeah. things to look for, and it's much creepier, actually. Yeah. You know, one thing I noticed, though, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think the main kid, like, gives his name at any point. No, he was, doesn't. Okay. Mm. I was going back over it, like, is there some reason? I'm not sure there's really a reason for it that it makes sense. Yeah. But. Yeah, he's the leader of the gang. Yeah, but he doesn't say, I am. Yeah. And I'm sure that might be on purpose. That's what it I thought. But, 
But then I was like, but, but he what, introduces everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Like one by one, he introduces. Plus, at them. the end, I feel like it would just end up being more effective if we yeah. had his name once or twice more. Mm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's small. Quibble, Huge hiccup. You know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do like this stepping out of the head, out from behind the headstones. Yeah. Though. Good. Really effective. Just good thinking. Mm. Oliver, Ron Oliver is cooking with fire here. Yeah. He is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and how the main kid, uh, like, just kind of appears behind them mm. in this shot. Yeah. I mm. really like that. That's, that's kind of what my quibble is with the riding on the bikes is, like, they're traveling. Mm. Whereas, yes. otherwise, we're getting this, like... They're using a physical object to move themselves, yeah, which, yeah. once you know the twist, is, like, they shouldn't really have to yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn, where's my huffy? <laughs> Locked up again. <laughs> Maybe they're like they're probably like bikes are huge right now. We got to get more bike in this <laughs> yeah. episode, please. Kids love them. Um, Sissy Vernon doesn't want to let them play, and to scare them, she tells the legend of Old Man Corcoran. Oof. I mean, should we listen to yeah, the legend? Yeah. Old Man Corcoran was the groundskeeper here. He used to dig the graves by hand. No machinery. He thought he owned the place, so he'd walk around at night all by himself just to make sure no one was trespassing. If he wasn't here, he'd be out in the woods by his cabin, just playing his harmonica. That's not much of a legend. <laughs> oh, it gets better. They say he was crazy. They say he caught this kid stealing something from his shack, so he took an axe. And cut his hand off. Wham! One day, he was digging a grave when all of a sudden, the size caved in on him. He was buried alive. Some say he still walks the graveyard at night looking for trespassers. And if it's Quiet. You might even hear him playing his harmonica. Off in the distance. You call that scary? Shoot, my grandma's scarier than that. Man, Sissy's so good. So yeah, she's good. great. Like, so good. <laughs> uh, uh, question. So she walks with a little bit of a limp. Do you think this is a character... Three options, really. Do you think the actor has a limp? Do you think it's a character choice? Or do you think it's, like, trying to show us something about maybe the way something happened. Oh, huh. I didn't even think of that, but I I like it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Did you notice that? She's kind of like... I thought that around. was just like a part of her whole sh- <laughs> deal. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was just on account of the size of the pants that everyone was wearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Try, <laughs> trying to walk cool or whatever. Sure. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, you, yeah, that, that was one thing. I mean, all, like, Sissy really hit it home, but like her and, and even, um, even Marshall, like the... the actors the children here yeah phenomenal yeah that's not always the case with these no for sure yeah, yeah she's really good marshall's pretty good too um yeah great great performance and uh the music that's playing here i just want to note real fast under the omc story hmm. is cool it's like i don't think it's a music you have ever heard on are you afraid of the dark before it's it's kind of harmonica mandolin based oh yeah yeah um and any new music cue on Are You Fear the Dark feels like very, like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also do, just as far as the old man Corcoran story goes, I like 
the mention. I like this idea of him getting uh, buried in the grave. Mm. Just so they put it out there. Yeah. They're not like killing these kids, but they're putting it in your head. So you're mm. thinking about that. Mm. Yes, you know? for sure. Yeah. There's a lot of open graves in the cemetery. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> yes. I, was, I was thinking, um, like, this is a great example of an episode of, like, what you could potentially pull off on your own. Like, mm-hmm. the only thing that would be semi-difficult is the empty graves. Yeah. Everything else is, like, yeah, go you get could s- do it. Some fake tombstones. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, I love the setting, too, of, it should just be set of, of the graveyard. It's just graveyard yeah. Oh, yeah. at night is such a winner. Yes. Um, uh, another it, kid, like, scary place thing. Whatever. Yes. Another kid-related thing. Um, yeah, it's great. I can't believe they haven't e- hadn't used it before. Yeah. You guys like graveyards? Do I like them? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> The, the appearance or like being at uh, yeah I mean I love graveyards yeah I mean they're, they're quiet you just like it aesthetically I or... like it ex- aesthetically they're like really peaceful places do you like, like the idea of the purpose of it like do you go and like mm, there's, do you feel like yeah you there's get, uh, there's something kind of beautiful about it to me of like this like final resting place with all these people together from different walks of life and like you know, they're made to look pretty beautiful. We have one here that I frequent a lot that's really beautiful. I mean, like, above and beyond, uh, called Lakeview. Uh, a president's buried there. One of the richest men to ever live is buried there. A lot of, lot of cool people. Um, and so that's another part I enjoy, which is, like, the historical element of walking around, yeah. like, finding people. Do you go... I mean, do you, like, go to family members' graves and have mm-hmm. any so, sort of, like, connect? Like, yeah. feel like you have a deeper connection some At this way. particular one or at anyone? I mean, do you feel like the great, the the place of a cemetery yeah. gives you some, like, sense of... I think it does. More of a... Yeah. Like, some place to go. Like, I don't know, some place that's, like, grounded in your head of that person in some way. Or yeah. I, I'm not, like, a super spiritual person, but it feels... Something about the place feels intimate. In, excuse me. Intimate. Saying that right? Intimate. Intimate. <laughs> Intimate and uh yeah, personal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh definitely as a kid I love the just idea of it. And yeah. like the even I'm not sure that I was necessarily afraid of cemeteries, but I like the idea of being afraid yeah. of it as a kid. <laughs> yeah, of, yeah. You know? yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. I think especially like the old cemeteries, like the ones that aren't mm. kept very well, that like things are still oh, yeah. dilapidated, yeah. overgrown. Those, oh yeah, those yeah. those have those have a totally different vibe than like a, a Lakeview does. Where it's yes, oh hundred percent. Last summer, I was at a a place in Ohio that had this like abandoned, I mean truly abandoned graveyard. And you're right, it's a different vibe. And the the graveyard in this episode feels closer to that, where it's yeah. like. You know, old man Corcoran's overseeing things, but he's not the young guy he used to be. And so, you know, it's a little overgrown, a little shaggy. Mm. Yeah. Good, good question. Good question, Joe. <laughs> if you have any favorites, shout them out. I mean. Uh, Jack and Kenny get, don't believe the old legend, and the game gets underway. As they run off to hide, they come upon an empty grave and end up following the sounds of a distant harmonica. Mm. I love this harmonica thing. It's so ridiculous, but great. It's a... 
Just in her Mac. <laughs> it feels like the perfect thing to have this character doing. Mm-hmm. Like, and of all the instruments yeah. they could have picked, it's just a nice like. Yeah. I don't know. There's no dedication to it, no setup. He just all of a sudden picks it up, fires up a few <laughs> notes, and then back on the stump. But you get a sense in this episode of his tradition, of his ritual, yeah. of leaving it on the stump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They do a lot of building in a very a few amount of shots. Yeah, which, yeah. Is, which is cool. Um, the sound of the harmonica leads them deeper into the graveyard until they end up outside Old Man Corcoran's shack. Mm. Can I? Oh, a quick complaint. I don't think yeah. the shack is shacky enough. I was thinking that that was, that was a straight up house. Yeah, I think the first <laughs> a ranch. I think the first <laughs> shot of it's pretty good. Like I yeah. can't quite tell what it looks like. But then uh, later on, they have like <laughs> the like, front door. Siding. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just like, yeah. The closer yeah. you get, the more you're like, oh, that yeah, looks like sure. my house. <laughs> but to their <laughs> defense, I feel like they did probably a good job with what they had. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, how easy is it to find an old dilapidated shack in the woods? That's, just reuse like, available the, for reuse filming? the one from um, Phantom Cab. Vic, Vic, oh yeah, yeah. Cabin, that's that a great one. Mm. That's maybe, a shack. maybe it wasn't available. <laughs> <laughs> it was not available. Airbnb that weekend. Well. <laughs> they hear someone moving around the shack, and they take off back through the headstones. When they run into Old Man Corcoran himself, who chases them out of the graveyard. Boy, great makeup. Yeah, I mean, like just the way he's made up. Yeah, is so effective. Yeah, it's really unbelievable. He's like. Uh, almost ethereal looking, but he yeah. doesn't. Ha- but there, I don't think there's any. No, effect. He looks like he's glowing, but yeah. it's, I think it's lighting mainly. I, I was getting big Boo Radley vibes mm. from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Good call. Uh, the next day, as Jack and Kenny are sweeping the garage for punishment for Kenny ripping his pants. Which, which, by the way, was the scariest part of this. Every time <laughs> they went over the top of that fence, I was thinking, "Oh no, <laughs> please." I could be wrong here. But what is the payoff to the pant thing? They stopped twice to show us that um, like his pant keeps getting snagged. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. stop them. The punishment the next day doesn't matter, really. They could just they... be in their garage doing anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, may I mean I guess it's just the punishment, but. Because I believe that happens twice, it's a, right? The only the only thing that's good about that yeah, is it that twice. it's an excuse to uh, mention their mom. Like, there's no parents in this episode, yes. but it is <laughs> yeah. a way to like be like, "There's a parent, adult around here somewhere." Yeah, mm. someone's yeah. here. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, someone's looking after us. <laughs> they can't just get away with everything. Mm. Yeah. So the kids, the neighborhood kids, show up again, and Jack tells them that he and Kenny aren't going to play anymore. But when Vernon calls them chicken, he agrees to go back to the graveyard later that night to prove they can tough it out. Oh yeah. And, and I think, and, and I think that's kind of sorry, Andrew. I think that, I think that's one of the reasons why I actually kind of like that backstory because specifically, like Jack seemed like he's very much like I don't, I don't have you know anything to prove to anybody. I'm yeah. I'm strong. I'm brave. I can do anything. So there was we'll talk. But I thought that was it was interesting because they talked about how they're upbringing was rough yeah. and jack was very much um you know I'm, i can yeah. take anything sort of thing i thought that was interesting yeah yeah but. for sure it's good characterization mm-hmm. right there um one thing i don't love about this is even though vernon's character seems like she would be the one to goad them on 
except for this exchange, uh, all other times she's like the one that's trying to keep them from getting closer. That's true. Mm -hmm. So it feels a little like should have been a different character doing that. Yes. Agreed. But that night, Jack and Kenny go back, like they said, and the kids force them to be it together for chickening out early last time. What's the big deal about letting them in the group anyway? I'm tired of the same people all the time. We haven't had any new players since... Since I joined? And you said after me there wasn't going to be anymore. Jesse was wrong. You guys got more guts than I thought. Aren't you afraid old man Corcoran's going to get you? Shut up about that stupid story. There's no such thing as old man Corcoran. Now let's play. You're both it. How do you figure that? You left the game early last night, and since you wimps are so scared, you can be it together. Yeah, why don't you babies hold hands? <laughs> when they're done counting, they almost catch one of the kids, but she disappears behind one of the gravestones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what the hell? Really effective. Although 10 seconds? No one's going to hide in yeah, 10 seconds. Yeah, you need a lot more time. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't almost catch everybody. Yeah. You're there, you're there. <laughs> the I hear you wrestling in, that, wrestling in that hole. <laughs> they hear the harmonica again, and to prove that old man Corcoran is real, Jack decides to steal it. <sighs> Does it really matter <laughs> if he's real or not? Um, Just to, just because he's like trying to defend his whatever ego yeah. I guess, in front of the other kid yeah that's true that's true it's an ego thing yeah. um i also do like this idea of them trying to steal the harmonica something about that's just yeah. like a nice story line i don't know mm-hmm. i like it um i'm retracting my complaint uh, about the harmonica oh mm-hmm. i like it <laughs> you've, uh, sold me. <laughs> you've sold me <laughs> they almost get axed and when they sneak into the shack, they're confronted by old man Corcoran himself once again. Give me my harmonica. Ah! Um, this whole this is kind of like a long sequence. Yeah. Uh, the whole axing thing, but it's you know it's yeah. effective yeah. to like fake a kill. I both love and hate this moment in the in the house cabin uh, with the light. The flashlight. Oh, I love it. It's I love it. I mean, I love it in the sense that it's like old horror type yeah, yeah. trope of like someone's holding the flashlight. It's not me. It's not yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Who is it? Uh, it's Corcoran. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but also, you know, it's a little corny for the moment. I will say though, like if I didn't have the ability to just rewind, I I think I would have missed it. Mm. And just it just happens. You I know? see. Yeah. Yeah. So. Good point. Um, plus, like, his reveal is pretty effective. Just, like, <laughs> yeah. in the total blackness, his face there. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, okay. Like, that's believably scary. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I really like in here when he accidentally runs into the the record player and the room starts spinning. Mm, yeah, yes. great shot. Yeah. And to me, that, that was almost a pivotal part in this episode because like, as soon as that happens and the distorted music starts... Mm. And he starts spinning around, and then the wheels just fly off everything. Like, everything yeah. from this point on is different in the episode. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So that, so that was like kind of, it was like they entered a, a different yeah. plane of existence yeah. or something. Yeah, for sure. As they run through the graveyard, they stumble into an open grave where they find Vernon hiding. But she yells at them to get out. Yeah, I was here first. Vernon, shut up and listen. We saw old man Corgan again. He's up there and he's after us. 
I stole his harmonica. I don't want you here. Did you hear what I just said? Get out of here! Make me! Come on, let's go, Jack. I'm like being in here anyway. Hurry up! We're leaving. Go find your own grave. Sorry, didn't see a name on it. We'll look a little closer next time. And they run into the boy who convinced them to be there in the first place, hiding in a different grave. Um. I do like this whole Vernon running into Vernon like she's acting weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, it works. Like, I just feel like if you don't know what's going to happen, it's like, what's going, like, what, I don't know what her deal is, yeah. you know? Yes. The whole, this whole scene in her, in the grave where she's so agitated, yeah. mm-hmm. it feels, again, this, once you know the twist, it almost feels better. Yeah. 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 And it, and it's super believable at first that she's like hiding there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Get and, out of my spot. Yeah. And even what she said, like you said, she was acting weird, and the fact that she was like, "I don't want you here," and just the way that she said it, when you yeah. when you see it again, you kind of know the background. It's like, ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you kind of you kind of get the chills a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. Like her sacred place. Yeah. yeah. You know, one thing that I thought was a mistake at first, but as I thought about it more, I think it was just a really good intentional thing. Is like they run into her, but they're the ones that are it. So like, really, they should oh. be thinking, but. You know, they're out of it. Like, they could just not be thinking about that. Oh, could be, yeah. like, just a small thing to, like, to like get into the viewer's head a little bit. I did think about that when they came up on Marshall of why he didn't feel, like, caught. You uh, know I mean? Yeah, yeah. They're hiding. Yeah. But not from them. Yeah. Are they hiding from OMC? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, these two are hiding from OMC. I'm saying sure. maybe the kids oh, yeah, yeah. are as well. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, You're probably yeah. right. Yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah. Um, the boy tries to get them to keep playing by climbing in with him when old man Corcoran catches up to them. Hmm. When the old man questions what the two of them are doing out there all alone, they explain that they were playing hide-and-seek with their friends. But when they tell him the kids' names, they trip back onto the grave of Marshall McLean, and old man Corcoran scolds them for pretending to be friends with dead kids. Yeah. They can never find you in here. Come on. We were playing hide-and-seek. In the graveyard. Just the two of you. No. With our friends. Sissy Vernon. Ron Jacobson. Marcia McLean. That ain't very funny. All those kids are dead and buried. I dug the graves myself. with you two. You look like you've seen a ghost. He's been... He's been looking after them for years. Yeah. My goodness. Dug those Um, grapes himself. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I love that he... Like, he says, like... This this is not funny. Yeah. You know? And they're, of course, not joking, but... Yeah, that reveal is so perfect. It, It really is so good. Not only 
the kids being dead, but yeah. old man Corcoran not being a ghost. He's just right. some guy, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> which, which, when you think back to the whole premise of old man Corcoran is that, you know, he was the one in the grave. He was mm, the one yeah. who was buried. Yeah. And then, whew, those tables. Yeah. They returned. Yeah. There's that small moment with Sissy, too, where it's like, geez, didn't see your name on it. Yes. Oh, she yes. said, maybe you should have looked a little closer. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And then, and then, like, until this moment, it never, it really shouldn't really occur to you that the idea of those kids getting buried in the graves. Like, suddenly it gets to the end of the episode, and like, I don't know, for me, it like, it's just the thought of, oh, those kids were in the graves just a few seconds ago. Like, they could have been buried along yeah. with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, uh, don't you think that's the. So let's talk. We've gotten to the spoiler Old Man Corcoran's actually the yeah. overseer, the kids are dead. Isn't the premise that these kids are, in a sense, at least Marshall, trying to ensure that these kids yeah. end up permanently yes. part mm-hmm. of the game? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's a murder plot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, also, this is why I kind of disliked that Vern, that one Vernon moment, mm. uh, because I really like this idea of, like, after it's over, it's like she she was being mean to them, trying to get them to, like, like save them. not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, she does say, like, you told me I was the last. Yeah. Like, you, we wouldn't need any new members after me. Um, and that hits differently, too. Again, mm. this is a maybe one of the best Are You Afraid of the Dark rewatch episodes. Yes. Of, like, Agreed. it pays off more and more every time. Absolutely. Um, Have you seen the Jagged Sign? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still haven't cool. figured it out. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch it one more time. Uh, back at the campfire, Kiki asks if anyone wants to play the dumb kids game again. So, does anyone want to play the dumb kids game again? Not it. Not it. Not it. Not it. Not. You're it. (laughs) (laughs) Goof! One... Out the fire. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. a thing? Does it, that happen from time to time? It does happen on occasion. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have a stat here somewhere. Hold on, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, next gen stats. Um, let's see. This is one of twenty-one episodes where the fire does not go out. Oh, well, I was way off. Yeah. I yeah it does I, seem like a lot. I thought I'd seen some sort of some sort of anomaly. <laughs> <or terrible. laughs> um. Well, before we before we move on to uh, other things, uh, some of our. Uh, patrons uh, gave some of their thoughts on this episode. Mm, Um, So Brooke says he's very nostalgic uh, about this episode. Um, He said he would play Manhunt all hours of the day. Luckily none of my friends proved to be a ghost. It's a top three episode for me. Uh, Vaughn says this episode doesn't get enough love. Watching this as a kid this was probably the first time I encountered this twist. I also feel like this is one of those episodes where every second of the 24 minutes is really well spent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great pace, great hints at the twist, really good build-up, and a dramatic reveal. I'm also a total sucker sucker for graveyard settings. Also, an episode jumps up a level for me if it features that Are You Afraid of the Dark? Something is going to happen harp noise. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jordan mentions uh, one of the things that sh- struck me about this episode more th- more as an adult than watching as a child is how dark the ending is. Even though the brothers make it out of the graveyard, the implication that Marshall wanted them to hide in his grave, 
quote, they'll never find you in here and, a, and uh, be buried alive slash join their group as a ghost is one of the darker Are You Afraid of the Dark endings. This one is very memorable from being a kid and discovering twist that twist the first time. Uh, Tim says, really fun episode. The, that atmosphere of the graveyard is great, and the twist was handled really well. I'm still jealous of the younger brother's epic super soaker in the opening <laughs> scene. <laughs> and Bup says, what's wrong, BOC? Looks like you've seen a ghost. <laughs> uh, it's not a nice oh, way to talk about Seamus, but okay. Yeah, I do love... Uh, <laughs> I do love that line, too. Just yeah. nailed it. <laughs> nailed yeah. it for the last line. Yeah. Um, okay, well, do you guys want to talk about some of the stuff that went into this? Yeah. Yeah. Hi, this is Bios, Trivia, Ratings, and Stray Observations. Um, so I took a look, as usual, at some people that sure. uh, acted in this episode. Um, Jack Harris was played by Adam Bono, I want to say. Okay. Hard to... For me to pronounce it. Uh, we'll just call him Bono. He's also <laughs> he also he only appeared in a few things over the years, but uh, it included Goosebumps. Oh, so, okay. Uh, Kenny Harris p- was played by Michael Alexander Jackson. He also appeared in Die Hard with a Vengeance, Preacher's Wife, and Law and Order. Ooh, and AJ. <laughs> uh, Marshall McLean was played by Jonathan Cameron. Um, he only has a few credits, including the first thing he did was on the Titanic crew, hmm. which made me think, is he related to James Cameron in some oh. way? But I couldn't find any <laughs> evidence. Uh, he also did a voice in Teddy Bear's Christmas, and Are You Afraid of the Dark was his last credit. Ah, oh, wow. Went out with a bang. Yeah, sure. Um, Sissy Vernon was played by Tamar Kozlov. Give her uh, an Oscar. Yeah, so good. Um, she's also been laughing with the dark as Kathy. Oh, yeah. uh, she appeared in Shelby Woo, the episode Montana. Also appeared in Undressed Arthur for years. And uh, weirdly, this game called Mugen, it's like an online fighting game that's like, the goal of it is like, put every character from anything ever real mm. and imaginary like into it. Mm. Uh, but she's got a credit on there. So mm. It's strange. Um Old Man Corcoran, I think we've talked about him before, yeah. but might as well talk about him a little again. Sure. Uh, his name is David Francis. He also appeared in The Hungry Hounds and Station 109.1, of course. Just per- just that perfect I might be dead face. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, which they obviously knew. Effective. Do you have a favorite David Francis performance of those three? Mmm. Um, yeah, I think this is it for me. Okay. Um, I like the others, but it's definitely like the maybe, maybe I'm being too hard on it, but maybe the one redeeming quality of uh, Hungry Hounds. Yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> definitely the best part of Hungry Hounds, but he only gets like three lines. Yeah, um, yeah probably Old Man Corcoran. What do you think? Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> No argument from my uh, You didn't love his gentle performance in Station 109? (laughs) Uh, He also appeared in Scanners 2, Highlander the Final Dimension, uh, the Assassin's Creed 3 video game, 300, Lex, and Norm. Hmm. Hmm. Um, It appears he... I looked him up. It appears he's still alive. Yeah. Like he was in something last year. Yeah. (laughs) 
Isn't yeah. that crazy? Really? This old is man Corcoran, 93. <laughs> 30 years later, old man Corcoran is still working. He was in like Arabia. 30 at that time. Well, apparently. I mean, he okay. had to be. He had to be like an old 50 or something. <laughs> what if? Yeah. What if he is dead? Oh, holy! That would be the ultimate <laughs> old man Corcoran twist. Yeah, yeah. He looks exactly the same. He was never in your movie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I took a look at the transportation driver. Mm. <laughs> I'd already looked oh, at the writer and the director. Uh, I want to know who's driving these pipsqueaks around. Yeah. His name is <laughs> Daniel Matthews. Uh, he worked on 26 episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark? He worked on Shelby Woo. Uh, but he's had a pretty good career in transportation. Uh, he worked on Nick Cage's Snake Eyes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We just hit a nerve. Uh, the Bone Collector, Adventures of Pluto Nash, The Day After Tomorrow, The Aviator, Blades of Glory. Also worked on 300, mm. driving Francis around oh. again. Uh, Orphan, White House Down, Riddick, X-Men, Days of Future Past, Birdman, John Wick 2, uh, the Adam Sandler murder mystery movie, uh, recently Moonfall. So he's working on big Hollywood projects, yeah. driving, driving people around. Right. Started, Good. started scrapping in Canada with these kids on Are You Afraid of the Dark? And now he's driving around uh, Keanu Reeves. Hit the big time. Yeah. Nice. Trivia? Uh, yeah, a few things. Um, this is the last episode for David and Kristen yeah. before their families mysteriously <laughs> move away. Yeah, hard way for David to go out. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? What a loser. No, I'm, oh, joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I've read this, I'm, I'm skeptical of this, but I read it in a couple places that the name Ron Oil yeah. on one yeah. of the tombstones supposedly... Oh, yeah. uh, Reference to Ron Alford, the it director. Has to be oil, though. It's like I mm. guess. It's, why not just put his name on there? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Jeez. Um, oh, and we already talked about this being the last episode of season two, but uh, a great way to go out. You know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Not to mention number thirteen. That that oh. lucky number thirteen. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see what I have. Well, this might be more of a stray observation, but I did note that the kids uh, never changed their clothes. Mm. Yeah. Ah, that's uh, good. They're wearing the same thing the whole episode. Do you think it's implying that that's what they're buried in? Because it's pretty casual that's clothing. That's what I would yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess yeah, maybe a kid you bury them in what they like. I don't know. Because Jack and Kenny changed clothes. Yes. Yeah. Or maybe be, like yeah. when they died. Mm. You know, whatever they were wearing when they Oh, did it. I see. Yeah, that's more interesting. Um, okay, yeah, that's all I had. Stray observations, we'll go around. Yeah. Um, did you catch where and when the kids play hide and seek? Midnight? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, at sunset? Yeah. Uh, and you want the location? Uh -huh. They play at the end of Anchor Street behind the big gates. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Do you have any? I've got one. So, do you know why the kids moved uh, to their new neighborhood? <sighs> um, their, their mom went back to school, maybe? Bingo. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, the Midnight Society intro, who's the first to make it back to the seat? <sighs> Frank. You're right. Frank. Uh. Yep. yep. He was safe. Um, can you name all the kids besides Marshall McLean and Sissy Vernon? Sure. 
to you. Unless Seamus came. Oh, certainly not. Okay. <laughs> they flashed him up, and I was I thought, I'm, I'm not going to write this down. Uh, well, we have Marshall McLean, Ron, Ron Jacobson, Scott Walden, Laura Ayers, Laura Ayers, yeah. Mary Alice Reardon, and Sissy Vernon. Yeah. Good crew. Yeah. Yeah. Solid crew. Oh, yeah. And they called uh, Sissy Vernon Vermin, and then she's <laughs> not having it. Did you happen to see the years on the graves we saw? We saw three mm-hmm. three graves clearly. I got the names, but I don't got the years. Okay. Uh, Barbara and Sean Dwyer. 1931 to 1930, or 1931 to 1972 was the one we saw. Oh. And uh, Bill Cutter. Oh, I miss Bill Cutter. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> that was just barely visible. I'm okay. not sure if the date was even shown. Okay. Marshall's grave was 1965 to 1978, so he was 13. Uh, and then Ron Oil only lived to 20, 1940 to 1960. Uh, yeah. um, did you catch the type of harmonica old man Corker and Wow, you could make out the type? Oh, yeah. I was watching on Daily Motion. <laughs> uh, no. Because it was like upside down, right? Yeah. And because at first it, we were, it was like, does that say Corcoran? Mm. No, there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is chromatic. Chromatic. Okay. Uh, this is my last one. Uh, Marshall McLean, we see his grave. Do you, do you catch the name of his parents? He was the beloved son of. Oh, darn it. I, I don't know. Irma and Gringus. <laughs> wow, nailed it. No, uh, Jim and Denise. Jim and Denise. Mm. Um, okay. Uh, uh, the last thing that I just wanted to note was I noticed the rugs in uh, the old man Corcoran's shack mm. were very similar to these rugs that my great grandmother had. Oh. Um, I'm guessing it was just like a style at the time yeah. or something, but pretty timely i mean uh, yeah uh, well done mm-hmm. uh, the <laughs> designers of our you play the dark. sure sure absolutely uh well ratings this episode has an 8.1 out of 10 on imdb which is pretty good um so out of five crep stars what are you given the tale of old man Corker? um despite a few minor things in my mind uh i'm giving this episode a five out of five um it's weird because when we were kids, I feel like I didn't see it very often. So it's kind of like a rare thing. But at the same time, somehow it has become like, to me, a necess- like a essential episode of Are You mm. Afraid of the Dark? Mm. Like has some essential elements mm-hmm. in it that aren't in anything else. The graveyard, the... I mean, maybe there's a graveyard and something else, but the graveyard, the hide and seek. It's just like these like fundamental kid things and it was, I think, just, like, written and pulled off so well in so many different ways, like, above and beyond most of episodes of anything from this time period, really. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm each time I watch it, I'm more impressed by it. You know, we talked about, like, the rewatchability. That's a big thing. And, like, it's just so good. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm almost surprised M. Night didn't... Uh, <laughs> Grab this one too while he was at it. You know? Probably Follow a little up too to close. Six cents. Yeah, a little yeah. too close. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Seamus. Yeah. So full transparency for me, this is probably my favorite. Are you afraid of the dark? Uh, mm. So I'd give it a one. 
<laughs> sure. <laughs> no. So so for me, this is this is going to be this is going to be another a, a five star for me for that reason. A few a few reasons. First and foremost, after seeing some of these, I mean this this one just had such a unique tone about it, and mm-hmm. like you were saying, like that it had that sixth sense sort of reveal feeling that. I really wasn't expecting. I thought it was going to be something corny, like, oh, they take his harmonica and then he explodes when the sun comes up or something. But then the way that they just, and like you're saying, it's like, it really is a fine wine of an episode. You see it again, you pick up more things. And just the level of detail that went into it, just the general eerie feeling about yeah. it, especially as the episode drags on, it just becomes more and more, I don't want to say frantic, but unsettling, mm-hmm. which is something I really appreciated about yeah. it. And I'm a little bit biased, too, for some of these Are You Afraid of the Darks, where there's situations that seemingly could happen to anyone. So it wasn't some ludicrous situation like the table of badge where somebody's in this thing that, you know, not everyone's going to get in those, um, like, some family heirloom. Kind of, I, I guess they could, but yeah. this seemed a lot more believable. It's yeah. just, like, something that's very, you could have a lot of empathy, too. If you move somewhere, you don't know anybody, you don't know anything. Yeah. You want to make friends however you can, and then you end up in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything you're saying is right on. Um, one thing you just made me like kind of think of is uh, that this feels like it plays out really organically mm. in that like all the elements feel like they make sense. They, of course, they exist in this world, sort of. Mm. Um, they Like nothing feels shoehorned in. Um, so, anyway. yeah, good call. Boy, I've been on the fence all episode on what to do here. Um, But I think I'm going to give it a 5-2. I think this is a straight 5. Because I did have like a few small complaints with it. But honestly, its pacing is great. It never gets boring. Uh, Even though it gives you clues as to what the answer is, it it doesn't feel like well duh yeah, even yeah. as an adult i feel like the first time i rewatched it as an adult i forgot what the twist was so i was like whoa yeah. really <laughs> um it feels like the stakes are really high uh once you realize what's happening um the kid performances are really good hide and seek is just a great gra- hide and seek yeah. in the graveyard is just like yeah. chef's yeah. kiss yeah. good Seriously. job are you for the dark you didn't miss it yeah um so even all the small complaints I have, this feels like not only a great episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark, but maybe like one of the most underrated. Yeah. Because I think people like it, but I'm not sure it's really talked about like people talk about Midnight Madness or Laughing in the Dark. It feels like maybe a little... I put it in the category of Night Shift, of an episode that when you're watching, you're like, oh, this is a great episode. Yeah. But when you're not watching it, it just seems like maybe like, eh, maybe it's okay. Yeah, yeah. There's maybe no, like, killer scene that gets stuck in your head, like, some, uh, a few other specific scenes, like the vampire coming out of the screen or something. Right. But, but all, taken all together, it's great. It's amazing. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, wow. Straight five. Yeah. Uh, Let's let's see. Last time we had a straight five, well, actually, oh, no, it was not Dollmaker, uh, Candace did not like oh, that yeah. episode. <laughs> uh, let's see. Our last straight five was Doug's Garage Band. Wow. So it's been a while. Quite a while. It's been yeah, a while. Been a while. <laughs> uh, I think we should mention that the writer of this episode, I believe this was his first writing credit on anything. Mm. Really? Uh, just a impressive showing out Coming of the gate. Out yeah, <laughs> kicking the door straight down. All right. I, I, 
I don't even want to mention this, but I should mention his next episode was Apartment 214. Holy <laughs> cow. Oh my goodness. Throwing heaters. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it, do you, well, now i got to look it up. Because <laughs> i got to know what else he did. I'm sure we've had to have talked about him. Um, at some yeah, point. we must have. Scott Peters. Because... All right, let's see. He did six episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark? He did Old Man Corcoran. He did Tale of Apartment 214. Did Water Demons. Fire Ghost. He did a fire and water episode in the same season. Oh. And he did uh, the Tale of Station 109.1. Yeah. And an episode we just talked about, the Tale of a Door Unlocked. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Pretty good. Pretty good showing. Not yeah. bad at all. Yeah, that, is a, that is a showcase. Put those up on the, in the trophy rack. <laughs> he does write on Goosebumps as well. Mm. Uh, Scarecrow Walks at Midnight. Oh, oh that, is, that is an all-time yeah. great. Uh, I don't know some of these other ones. My Best Friend is Invisible. Click. The Haunted House Game. The Perfect School. And Scarecrow Walks at Midnight. What an episode that yeah. was. We'll talk uneasy. Yeah, yeah, that's an episode that I think uh, Goosebumps showed up. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Or I was like, mm. they just did a better Scarecrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, you guys want to name the episode? Yeah. Um, I, I don't uh, know how we're not going to have the same name. I'm, I just have that feeling. Really? Yeah. I, okay. The tale of OMC. No. Uh, or how bizarre? I mean. How bizarre? The tale of how bizarre. <laughs> Ghosts in the front, <laughs> bikes in the back. Um, uh, I call this one the tale of the ghosts in the graveyard. Oh, that's good. Ghosts in the graveyard, of course. Okay, Seamus. I I had I, I had the similar feeling that you did. Okay. I have I, said that, I have two ready just in case. I, I gotta have one of them. Okay. It's, it's fairly obvious. Okay. The, the tale. Of the Grave Digger. Oh, oh no, that's, that's good. Not that's <laughs> okay, the tale of the Grave Digger. Yeah, that's, that's good. good. Yeah. Okay. I thought for sure. No, I <laughs> I went with a little play on words here, as as I sometimes do. Uh, I went with the tale of Died and Seek. Ah, oh. <laughs> very good. I yeah. also had the tale of Hide and Shriek, but uh, sure. Uh, I think I I thought of that too. Of course, uh, I was thinking. Maybe goosebumps. I think there's like a hide and go shriek. Oh, okay, uh, okay. So glad I went with uh, yeah, Diane Seek. Uh, go around. Um, the tale of the ghosts in the graveyard. The tale of the grave digger. My God. <laughs> <laughs> the tale of died and seek. We'll post it on Patreon only. Yeah. It'll be a closer vote. <laughs> but maybe okay. more definitive. Yeah. More definitive. For sure. Uh, before we totally move on, I should mm-hmm. say we didn't maybe give enough credit to the name of this character, oh. Old Man Corker. Of course, yeah, uh, so good. Like, what the hell is with really that? Really sounds great. <laughs> Could have just nailed it. Who didn't have some old man X growing up that was like some some object yeah. of mystery? Yeah, and yeah. And that name, it's it's a good sounding name. Something about those C's. In yeah. there, Corcoran. It's old weird. It's like Corcoran. it sounds like an old man name. Yeah. yeah, old man Corcoran. You're right. It's a it's a great character name. All the names in this episode are. Sis- yeah, Sissy's, they are good. Sissy's a cool name. Marshall's <laughs> yeah. a cool name. What and are the, it, what are the main characters? <laughs> <laughs> 
It's interesting because like he almost didn't have to name all these characters right. necessarily, yeah. but went out of his way to. Do Scott that. Peters doesn't play around. No, no. <laughs> as we've learned. What was the name of the house from a door unlocked? It was Old Man Something's house, mm. wasn't it? Yeah, Albert's. Oh, okay. wow! Yeah, that one. Yeah. Right. Well, we talked about it not too long ago. Yeah. Because I remember <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, well, who knows what our next Patreon episode is? Or, uh, we that uh, hopefully you guys will help us decide yeah. that uh, in a way. But uh, on our main feed, what's uh, what's the next thing we're doing? Um, the next we're talking about is our write an episode. Our original rewrite our own episode. That's right. Um, in which we'll take an episode of Nickelodeon and rewrite it in our own fashion. Sure. Uh, and Allie will be joining us uh, nice. for that episode. Yeah. She did an amazing job when we did our um, Clarissa writes yeah. write an episode. Oh, yeah. uh, loved her uh, therapy. Oh boy, therapy. It was something therapy, yeah. but a really cool episode. So can't wait to find out what she cooks up here. Have you been brewing over any ideas? Uh, I got an idea ready to go. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm okay. okay. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, rewrite an episode. Of course, our our patrons. Uh, if we have a guest opening, we'll offer to those to you guys first. Um, and uh, anybody in our Betty Ann tier, if you have an idea for an episode, uh, you guys uh, absolutely please let us know. And uh, we'll either talk about that and or have you on. Uh, would be a great time. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, really for you guys, just use Patreon. But uh, we're also on Twitter and Instagram. You guys know that. Uh you can email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com if you want to share further thoughts. But, uh, of course, just, again, feel free to use Patreon. Um, Seamus? My favorite patron. <laughs> Real-life patron. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, thank you for joining us for Old Man yeah. Corcoran. Thank you. It, it's, it, as always, a pleasure. I, I appreciate it. And I, I love every opportunity to talk through these. Uh, the series has been great so far. We're actually... Nice. Uh, about to finish it up. Last three episodes wow. of season wow. seven. Wow! That's right. <sighs> Hold on one second. Hold <laughs> on. I got yes. Oh. I need. I need to know what he's in line oh, he's, for he's here. He's turning the car around. <laughs> oh, sorry guys. We were about to end the episode. So close. Okay. Apologies. You have three episodes left. You have. Yeah, well, be a way to close it out. Have you seen the last dance yet? No. Okay. Have you seen Night Nurse? No. Many faces. No. Laser maze. No. So maybe I do have. So a you have you have <laughs> quite a few. Keep, a keep photo going. finish. No. With the camera. Nope. Time trap. No. Have you watched the seventh season? <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're on that. End maybe of the sixth maybe season. it's the sixth. Oh, okay. So hold on. Let's try again. The tale of oblivion. Yes. Vampire town. Yes. Secret admirer. Yes. Bigfoot Ridge. Yes. You finished season six. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you might be like halfway through season seven. Gotcha, because we, yeah, because. What's the last one you watched? Bigfoot Ridge. Oh, oh, so you're starting season seven. Okay, yeah, you got a whole season. Silver Sight, oh, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, you're in for got an hour and a half. A bit of a treat. A bit of a treat. Oh, because that's a, that's a two-parter, right? Three-parter. Three-parter. Hour and a half, my friend, of pure garbage. Oh, goodness. Well, <laughs> I, I'll get the trash can <laughs> ready. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew. I enjoy it. Oh, wow. Lunar Locusts. Oh, I saw Lunar. I, actually, I saw Lunar Locusts. So oh, okay. So you've started seven. Because who, who's the... You've seen Stone Maiden too, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, buddy. Highway 13? Highway 13 was the last one that I okay. saw. Okay. 
Oh, you know what? I bet you maybe they have um, Silver Side at the end. Okay. Oh, that could be. With, that could with be. my incredibly official DVDs, it actually starts with Silver Sight and opted not to see it because of the time commitment. Uh, we want to go for quantity, not sure. sure. Well, yeah. apparently, potentially not quality. But that'll be the <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. We'll you have quite a journey ahead of you. Yeah, okay. it's going to be fun. Yeah. And forget that there was some jumping around, so pardon my grandiose <laughs> statement. <laughs> pardon me for derailing this. Thank, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Yeah. Great <laughs> guest, great episode. Um, we hope we'll see all you ghost kids next I mean, the way they zoom in on that shot, it's like, <laughs> un- unnecessarily. I don't understand why I need this. Yeah, we're gonna zoom real close to this kid's junk and watch him just grow. I know we've moved on, but I suspect <laughs> you have. I suspect they did all this first, and that was like a pickup shot where they're like, where they talked about his mom punishing him. They're like pants ripped what are we talking about yeah. and then they're like we gotta get a shot in here of like clear pants ripping so this oh, makes sense oh I see they work backwards yeah, yeah. 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 Like, what was I gonna say Alexander get on the fence <laughs> as the members of the midnight society gathered around a campfire Kiki took center stage and began her spine tingling tale have any of you ever played hide hold on over <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that would have picked up pretty uh... Oh, yeah. I could hear it initially, but I didn't realize it was getting closer. Are we safe? <laughs> I, I wanted to say something, and I'm trying to remember it uh, about this... Episode? Yeah. Oh. <laughs>